You're listening to Simulcast, a podcast about healthcare simulation. So welcome, Simulcast listeners. I'm Victoria Brazel, and I'm bringing you another of our Pause and Discuss episodes, this time featured on the upcoming event, Sim Ops, which is on in July 26th to the 28th in Portland, Oregon. So I'm joined to talk about this event by David Biffar. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. So to introduce David, he's the Assistant Director Operations at the Arizona Simulation Technology and Education Centre at the University of Arizona in Tucson. From his uh, bio, I understand he's worked in sims since about 2008 and perhaps different to some of us who are more educationally focused, uh, David's expertise seems very focused on the technical and operational side of simulation. He's got a number of publications, conference presentations and clear does a lot of work in this area. Uh, he's also got a role with the Society for Simulation Healthcare as an accreditation site reviewer, but perhaps most relevant to his talk with us today is that he's the co-team lead for content development for the technical operations track uh, for the SimOps conference. So uh, does that fill us in, David? Tell us any more about you. Sure, thank you. Uh, yeah, I um, let me start by saying that I was in mental health counseling. I have a master's degree in mental health counseling, and I was in that field for about 10, 12 years before I even stumbled upon medical simulation. So much like a lot of other sim ops professionals, the background is is sort of, you find all kinds of different shapes and sizes when it comes to the background. Yeah, so I agree with you. I think the multidisciplinary groups that we have involved in SIM are fantastic, and I suspect that's particularly so, as you say, in the SIM ops uh, area. So, look, tell us a little bit about this conference. Many of our listeners uh, won't have been to SIM ops. Uh, so tell us, uh, what's it about? Um, who goes and why do they go? So SimOps was something that spun out of IMSH years ago, and it was so that we could have a place for all the simulation operation specialists. We used to call them SimTechs. Now they've evolved into that title, and uh, which I think is fitting because it is a, it is a specialty. Um, it's very unique, and that's why I think that having this conference available for all those who are really honed in on developing simulation technology and executing existing simulation technology, get them all together in one place uh, to not only allow those who are new to simulation to really start to absorb everything that's out there as a, as a sort of an orientation to, to this field, but also to have people who are doing similar things with similar projects or products, sorry, get together and discuss how there's a lot of learning that can be done at SimOps from the content that's there. And there's a ton of learning that can go on from the networking that is there. And you can establish good uh, working relationships with others in your field uh, that you can hold on to you know, on an ongoing basis. You're right. Many of us do still work as relatively small groups in our larger organization. So it gives a wonderful chance to get together. And just looking at the website here about SimOps, you know, it's a much broader spectrum than I would have initially thought. As you say, there's a lot of technical um, things that come up, but also a lot of the administrative and operational things. So talking about staff roles, job descriptions, um, a variety of professional development things, and of course, a huge amount in the education 
additional technologies with relation to moulage, uh, low-cost solutions, and a variety of other things. So it looks like a very uh, quite broad remit, um, even though, as you say, it's more focused on the so-called technical aspects. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the challenges, and I challenge SIMOP specialists to, to be looking at this, is how to how to bring order and standardization to what we do um, in a way where our operation is efficient. And especially when we're making new things or substitutes for existing things or, or modifying existing things, you know, how are we capturing what we're doing, you know, outside of just you know, the fact that maybe we have a presentation to make at a conference, but how are we capturing everything we're doing and really creating an operational protocol for it so that the next time it needs to be done, it's not, you know, it's sort of orderly and it's, you're, you're getting into the return on investment as best as possible when it, when it comes to the cost benefit you know, moulage, model making, gaming, virtual worlds, all of that takes time. And so a lot of times the challenge is, depending on the objectives that we have, how are we making the best use of our schools and our, or sorry, our skills and the materials we have available to deliver something that can be utilized for the greatest audience available, meaning students. So really start to look at how to integrate what we do into the greater curriculum and be the experts. Yes. So, uh, as you said, a, a broad remit, but it sounds like you're focusing in on the issues that are particularly relevant right now, uh, I guess, which might be useful to know what are some of the highlights. Looks like there's courses, workshops, looks like there's going to be a kind of central stream of talks. Uh, what are you looking forward to in terms of the highlights for 2018? Me personally, um, what folks are doing to um, measure return on investment, how we can start to do more in human factors testing and engineering, how we can sort of have objectives in mind that are maybe secondary, especially when, for those that are doing in situ based simulation training. You know, how can we start to hone in on a little better about testing the hospital systems that we have? You know, and there's so many facets with inventory and uh, medication administration management and how to program, if you want to program, what's the best way to run things on the fly with case development. And, you know, there there's certainly moulage. Uh, I personally am always looking very closely at those who are being innovative in the way they're making models. So not so much just putting a wound on someone or, or a mannequin, but actually making a new task trainer that is novel and that is meeting some objective, taking it to the next level and looking to try to validate their models as best as possible. You're listening to Simulcast. So it sounds like uh, there's plenty there for the complete novice in terms of how to basic skills up to more advanced skills. But it sounds like there's also a great opportunity for sharing the people who've been doing this for a while, their expertise. And it sounds like the focus areas are very similar to most of the other simulation agendas. You're just coming at it from that specific um, idea of, sure, we want return on investment and thinking how best the operations issues can uh, inform that. Uh, as well as, as you say, making sure that whatever we're doing is fit for purpose and not merely its own end. So 
Uh, with that in mind, I suppose I am a little bit of a technology geek. Have, is there some exciting stuff that you're likely to see if you go along to SimOps in terms of some of those things you mentioned earlier, virtual reality, some of the other technology stuff? Yeah, so um, you'll certainly 3D printing, virtual reality, augmented reality are very hot right now. It's interesting to look at these technologies, not only about how people are starting to utilize them in their simulation centers, but also at the same time watching how they're having an impact in the clinical arena. Augmented reality is probably, because I've done a lot with 3D printing and a little bit with virtual reality, I'm really watching where augmented reality has, has to go because it's a hybrid. It's sort of a heads up display guidance system and overlay of virtual reality on top of the real world. And I'm interested to see not only how that might have an impact in the clinical world, but also how we might be able to better leverage that for procedure-based and even scenario-based uh, training exercises in the sim lab. Uh, so that one, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm also interested in how, you know, how best we can sort of capture the actual environment and make it more integrative for students, like say a medical student on a clerkship where they can have a, uh, an actual tour of the OR, but also make it interactive where they can learn things along the way as well and play around a little bit, like how to scrub and a video pops up or. Yeah. And it sounds like just, as you say, there's so many technology, uh, options there now, really the role is thinking about how do these integrate best with the materials we have for the learning or quality improvement, uh, outcomes that we're looking for. So I'm just going to sort of recap here because I suppose having heard about all of this, just to give people a reminder about where this is going on and how they can get there. So uh, this is the Sim Ops Conference, July 26th to the 28th uh, this year in Portland, Oregon, which just as a reminder for those of us who live in my side of the world, that will be summer in North America. So very lovely in Oregon at that time. And if you want to register, you should go onto the uh, SSIH website where you can see this event and it outlines the program as well as all the registration things. So uh, as I said, start with the SSIH website, which is www.ssih.org and it's under the events and SimOps 2018. So it sounds like it's going to be a great event. Anything else you wanted to sort of add for us, David? No, I think that's it. I think uh, just remember the theme is professional development. Um, you know, you could roll career advancement into that. I think it's important for SimOp specialists to really start to think about where they want to take the role that they're in in their particular institution. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, I hope it's a great conference there. And of course, there'll be more of the same also in San Antonio in next January. And we'll be sure maybe to catch up with you after SimOps and we can talk about what we can look forward to uh, also at the big main conference that will be uh, in Texas at the beginning of next year. So thanks again, David. Thank you. You're listening to Simulcast.